Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Welcome to another podcast. I need to let you and our listeners to the podcast into some uh, off-air drama. Go on, then. Let me show you this picture that has come through to me during today's show. You're a man of many, many accents during I the show today, None of them very, very good. Have a look at our kitchen wall there. Oh, my word. Big, that, drippy water down the middle. That, my friend, is a leak. That, that is, is a leak, isn't good, it? isn't it? Do you know what? Of all the unexpected things to happen to a house, I think a leak turning up is up there at number one in the charts. It's a real panic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Undercurrent of supernatural, I always think, when there's a patch of sewing on the wall. Yeah. You know, you get that in some of the movies. And that is why I would have to put... and the, Here we go. This is the cat amongst the pigeons. I would have to put your plumber above your electrician. In what? In terms of what? In terms of order of importance of trades. Really? Because if you're without electrics, you can just strike up a candle or like you know whittle two pieces of wood together and get some light you know okay. if suddenly you've got leaking water what are you going to do it's a good point stick, you need... a, stick a bung in it it's not going to work you need someone to stop it yeah what is above there by the way what, where's that water coming from <laughs> the toilet <laughs> your first floor swimming pool that you have <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness are you going to have a go are you going to have a go at doing it yourself to do what I mean it's all boxed off I don't know what to do rip a bit of boxing off have a go yourself I seriously would not know what to do. Learn on the job. I, I, if I, I would rip the boxing off and go, oh yeah, look, there's a little bit of a leak. Go and get me a J cloth. I'll tie it around until the plumber comes. Since we've started on the the subject, uh, which we no doubt will come back to haunt us of top five trades. Yeah, you're going to go plumber at number one. Plumber one, electrician two, electrician number two, number three. Uh, I don't know, but at five, if we're doing top five, top five gardener. Guard. Really? Yes. Okay. Anyone Num- can do that. Number four. Uh, plasterers in there, carpenters. Oh no, plasterer. Uh, yeah, plasterer at four. Actually, plasterer looks at four. good fun. It does look like a laugh, doesn't it? Yeah. First just... thing my dad does when he gets into a house, he always uh, fills the walls. Yeah. A bit like Derek Akora. <laughs> and goes, oh, fill that, <laughs> fill that, Sam. Plaster at four. Yep. So we just need number three. Number three. Uh, what it... trade are we missing? Carpenter. You're not having that in there at all. Decorator, painter, and decorator. Uh, actually, maybe they are below plaster. Have you, have you got a problem with carpenters? You've walked past it about three times when I'm suggesting. It's not a trade, that. is it, really? You don't think it's a trade? I don't think carpenters are trade. Pop that one there. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, mainly Richie. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. According to the papers today, I had no idea about this, a lot of people lost it in anger when they opened the first store of their celebrations advent calendar, which is the, the chocolate celebrations, the kind of multi-variety back thing, bag, easy for me to say. Uh, anyway, they opened the first door and the first chocolate on there was a bounty. Now, I can verify this because uh, that's what uh, my two teenage kids had for their advent, uh, advent calendars this year. I opened up day one, I come down to breakfast and they're like, oh, great, it's a bounty. What is, what's wrong with the bounty? I would have what to say, wrong? probably bounty bars, I would say, are the, they're the Hawaiian pizza of the chocolate bar. You know, it's, it's coconut. But it's fun times. I don't think it is. It's well, a Hawaiian shirt. It's D-Mob Happy. A 15 bounty. and a 13-year-old weren't that excited about it. <laughs> I just said to them, I thought, good parenting. I thought, just go and get something from later in the month. 
<laughs> because these That's days, terrible. advent calendars, they never last till the 24th. You're treating them like it's like a payday loan. They're borrowing ahead. There's <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of bad parenting going on there. Yeah, but it's day, my point is it's day one when excitement's at its peak. You don't want to have a, a, you know, a, a kick in the backside on day one, do you? I think it's just unnecessarily slagging off bounty. Like Kirsten here, this is a, a tweet that was in one of these newspaper articles. Uh, she says, so here's me feeling all funky with a celebrations advent calendar since we always get one. Uh, the normal Cadbury's ones open the first door to see a expletive bounty. She adds, <laughs> "December is cancelled." That's too much, isn't it? Isn't that a bit too much? I don't. I, I don't think it is. If you think about the portfolio that celebrations have got to go with, what they've got in the locker, it's like Avengers Assemble in terms of chocolate. They've got some good stuff there. Top of my head, Mars. Yeah. Snickers. Mm-hmm. Twix. Maltesers. Maltesers. Milky Way. Galaxy... Caramel. Galaxy Caramel, yeah. Yeah. So they've got a lot to go with, and they've gone, do you know what? Chocolate coconut. But isn't it interesting, though? I think the bit that surprised us big time here, here at Hometime HQ, was uh, the fact that all of the uh, advent calendars have got the same chocolate... Yeah. ...behind each door. So that they would have gone through this... Yes. ...and thought it out. It's, it's like putting a team together for a football match. Exactly that. I would have imagined it was some kind of funnel that just wanged all their Anything. chocolate in and just anyone got different ones on different days. Yeah. Turns out it's not. It's strategy. Yeah, so they've gone, you know, they've gone bounty up top on his own. Day one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it does, it does bear thinking then, that basically, a little bit, that, uh, you know, if you were in charge of putting together, you've got those 25-day, that 25-day run-up until Christmas yeah. Day, you know, what chocolate would you put in what order maybe it's something we need to think about i think we should absolute radio the home time podcast with bush and richie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show unfortunately it still contains the two of them talking so people are losing it because they opened their celebrations advent calendar on december the 1st which was saturday and found a bounty bar and they're not having it at all, not liking it one iota. I think what what they've done here is they've gone with one of their niche, niche kind of. Would you say Bouncy's niche? I'd say it's one that people could quibble about. It would be like going to a Queen gig these days with Adam Lambert. Yeah, Queen and Adam Lambert, and they open up with Bicycle. <laughs> you know, when they, when they could go with something that's less contentious. Actually, to have another parallel, like when me and my brother went to see Morrissey recently, he just played a load of like obtuse stuff. There from, you go. From his like one of the albums that people didn't really like. What you want is you want the new album stuff, maybe around about the seventh of December. Yeah, you just get the hits, <laughs> get going. Yeah. And just to show the kind of uh, public feeling about this, Liz says day one in my advent calendar was a bounty. Why are celebrations trying to ruin Christmas? I think that's a bit harsh. And then we got down to the tactics of it because everybody's clearly got a bounty in, d- in door one mm. that means that they've actually thought this through and it's like a set list like you say dan says bounty first is fine it's like christmas dinner and eating the sprouts first get it out of the way <laughs> which is unusual so what richie and i have done over the past half an hour on the show is we've put together uh using a box of celebrations how we would stack up the different sweets in the different days of the calendar so the first of december We've gone with a Mars bar. You, you want to you, you have one of the greatest hits when you open it. You don't want to be disappointed. It's an old classic. People are aware of it. Yeah. People know it. I d- I've never met anyone who doesn't like a Mars. Exactly. Uh, then what we've done is we've tried to hide, because obviously we're in agreement that Bounty's not that popular. <laughs> the middle of December's got a lot of Bounties in it. If <laughs> that, 
Third week of December, you're just going to be eating bounty. It's a bad week. But it's worth it, because you get through that and then it's plain <laughs> sane, isn't it? <laughs> as, as it goes, the 12th, 13th and 14th, every day you open up the calendar, you get the bounty bar. <laughs> <laughs> kids sick of bounties. If you lived in the Firth household, you'd be allowed to borrow a head. This is it. Your kids, then, are going to be... Because you allowed your kids to borrow a head and nick a chocolate from a different party. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, they dug into, like, the, the 19th and then they're going to have to swap it out? What's exactly, going on? Exactly, yeah. Well, no, no, they'll, they'll be done by then. It'll come back to bite them. And then we've got a particular treat for you on Christmas Day. Yes, I've put two more teasers there. Two more teasers. Because as it turns out, you get about 26 chocolates in a celebrations. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Tomorrow with us, uh, we're chatting to comedian Joe Lysett. He's going to be with us. Uh, you might have seen him on telly on Saturday night. He's got the time it takes on uh, BBC One right now. He's got a new DVD out as well. He was brilliant on Sunday brunch yesterday. Oh, was he on? Somewhat out of control. It concerned me somewhat. <laughs> he was having a couple of drinks on the go as well, so he will be fun tomorrow night, that's for sure. Uh, meanwhile, a lot of people have got the Celebrations Advent calendar going on, and they were horrified to open door one on December the 1st and see a bounty sat there uh, and considering the chocolates that celebrations have got in the locker big portfolio a big portfolio of chocolate we're just saying it seems like an odd choice uh, so richie and i spent quite probably a bit too much time earlier on today uh <laughs> with a map of december yep we just drew it all out and then we allocated we got a box of celebrations and then we just uh i don't know allocated different chocolate for different days our first seven days mars twix milky way Maltese, uh, galaxy caramel galaxy and then we found room for the bounty on day seven uh block witch wmp on twitter <laughs> says you can get rid of that twix for starters <laughs> I had to make two appearances, like I said, first week of Christmas and the 17th of December. Do you know what? Twix is old school. It's old school. It's a great dunking biscuit. But it, it, I would say it's a heritage chocolate. Yeah. It needs to be there. Do you know what? It's a hard job they've got, isn't it? Can't please everybody. Colin and Hoddiston says, Bush and Richie, if people are unhappy with their bounty, send them all to me. I love bounties. Yeah, just put it in an envelope and send it on to him. And then an anonymous text. This bounty bashing that is happening today is an absolute outrage. Can I just say, we're not bashing them. We're just saying we thought, you know, strange choice for day one. We were thinking week two and then go from there. They go on as a dedicated bounty lover. It's shaking me to my core. What is wrong with a bounty? What monster doesn't (laughs) love the taste of paradise? And for the record, I have... Hate Mars bars. Why oh why oh why? <laughs> it's true though. I don't know what I don't know what the problem is. Uh, Mark in Kingsland adds, uh, "Hey Bush and Richie, put a coffee revel behind door on the advent calendar and knock this whole Christmas lark on the head once and for all." Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie with Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. I had a bit of a result over the weekend. A year ago, I got my wife one of these Liberty Advent calendars. Oh, she was delighted. Very fancy these things. Very fancy. She was uh, delighted with it. It went down well. What I didn't realise is after Christmas last year finished, she kept it. And admittedly, I'd saw it, seen it in the lounge, seen it kicking around. Yeah. And what she'd been doing over that year had been filling up the empty boxes bit by bit to suddenly 
be a replacement advent calendar for me oh. this year. Oh. I got given it on December the 1st. How nice is that? We just had people talking about their own DIY advent calendars earlier on, and that's the ultimate one. That's love, isn't it? it, it oh, I was I, absolutely taken away. So every day you're opening a different thing that Natalie has kind of ferreted away over the past 12 months. Yep. What have you had so far? What are we on? We're on the 3rd of December. Three days in. So day one, day I opened one. it up, and it was a 20-minute moisturising hand treatment. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like a face mask, but for your hands. How did you feel when you saw that? Well, I like... Whisper it privately. I like a, I like a face treatment. So Do you? I like the idea of a 20-minute hand... Careful. Um, treatment. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be so careful, mate. <laughs> I I saved your radio career just then. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. I may have to tell you about days two and three in a minute. We'll come back in a sec. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Okay, we're back. Normal service resumed. Absolute Radio, home time with Andy Bush and Richie Fur. Tail end of the no-repeat guarantee on a Monday afternoon. And we're talking about your other half's Natalie's amazing DIY advent calendar. Yes, so day one, a 20-minute moisturising hand mask treatment. Yes. To give it its full and proper title. Door one. Door two, a shaving apron. Okay, these are getting weirder. Part attached to me, part attached to the mirror. I shave, all my shavings go into it. Okay. They're not over the bathroom floor. It's more really something for her than for me, really. Let's be honest. So, yeah, it stops the mess that you kind of make. <laughs> yeah. Day three, bit of an upturn, a voucher for a steak. Wow, I suddenly shot through the roof. I know, delighted with that. So, this is amazing. So, your, your wife has put a different gift uh, behind every single door of the old Liberty calendar yeah. that you gave to her last year. So, you don't know what you're going to get, like, tomorrow or No idea, but she knows. Yes, we should chart, we should chart these. I find it quite fascinating the swinginess. It's quite swingy <laughs> in terms of the the hand moisturiser thing. Was a bit. Uh, it's the bounty yeah. in many ways. <laughs> okay, earlier right, on. Okay. The, the shaving apron, a slight downward turn, and it's you one worry. For her. It's one for her. One for you. Worry about that. But day three, bang, straight up. Oh, there. right up the top. We will put this on a chart. We'll plot it. Can we have an update <laughs> tomorrow? Definitely. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, look, so when I was a kid, I used to remember, I used to love it, getting home from school, having my tea and watching Neighbours. And you know the deal with this, if you take yourself back, microchips, pasty and beans, slightly <laughs> unhealthy combo, on your knee... Still in uniform, watch Neighbours and get changed afterwards. That was how it went. And I don't watch Neighbours anymore. My mum and dad still watch Neighbours, but I, I stopped watching it years and years ago. Uh, and it was full of big, iconic, kind of dramatic moments and everything. None bigger than the death of Jim Robinson. Yeah, I remember Do you remember it Jim well. dying? I do, I do, the heart attack. Very dramatic heart attack. Lasted for quite a long time, do you remember? He, I do. He, he eked it out a bit. He it pulled is. a lot of crockery off the walls and stuff like that I as remember well. rolling fruit. Yeah, it was a lot of rolling fruit. <laughs> But So it was a big thing, and everyone remembers where they were when Jim Robinson died. Yeah. It was a big bit in Neighbours. Huge news over the weekend, and this is honestly true, and this has just rocked me to the core. Uh, Neighbours have announced the return of Jim Robinson <laughs> to Neighbours. <laughs> it's astonishing, because the actor Alan Dale has gone on to do many, many great things. Loads of other stuff. He's appeared in 24, which was one of my favourites, as uh, an evil vice president of the States. Yep. But, I mean... 
He'll always be Jim Robinson. He's always going to be Jim Robinson. But this is 25 years after he died of a heart attack. Yeah. They've not released any details of how he's going to do it. You saw an interesting little tweet. I saw a picture of him with Stefan Dennis, who played uh, his son, uh, Paul Robinson, outside the watering hole. Gonna make a few good. <laughs> Love his song that he released, <laughs> Stefan Dennis. So they, they didn't give any info on that, though, did they? No, but, uh, I mean, he's very much dead. It's unlike Harold Bishop, who, it turns, was swept off a rock and Stephen came back. Off a rock and he's, he leaves the door open, doesn't he? This this did not leave the door open. So, it, uh, for me, it, it terrifies me as a non-neighbours watcher. These, this must be some, like, ghost appearance. Well, this is weird, isn't it's it? Because awful. it's a long time since I've stopped watching Neighbours, but I do still cherish those early days. Yeah. You know, like Clive the Doctor, Bouncer the Dog, all that kind yeah. of stuff. He can't go back after death. That's, <laughs> that's against canon. I agree. It's I- against Neighbours canon. I agree. Please tell me, Richie, he's not going to come back as a ghost, a see-through ghost. Oh, my God, that'd be so bad. <laughs> Imagine that. Jim Robinson, the poltergeist, yeah. moving pots and pans around in that house. That'd be so bad. If anyone's got any ideas, bear in mind they've not given any details Nothing at all. Nothing yet. If you have a theory, even on the back of a fag packet, how it actually might work, please let us know, 8 12, 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So Jim Robinson set to return to Neighbours 25 years odd after having a heart attack. How are they going to do it? I love your suggestions that are coming in. Uh, hi, it's going to be a 20-year dream like Bobby in Dallas. <laughs> Maybe. Sam in Rotherham says a twin playing a completely different character. Was it all a dream? Phil says Jim Robinson, uh, this is a bit far-fetched, was stored in a cryogenic chamber which has been struck by lightning a la Frankenstein. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I would say that Jim Robinson's death in Neighbours is up there as one of the most memorable... TV deaths, as in, like, you know when you were when it happened. Stopped you in your tracks. Only probably beaten as a Game of Thrones fan, for me, by Ned Stark, end of series one. Right, and, well, I guess you got that spoiler thing. Give us a hint of what happened to him. <laughs> do, do a facial expression. <laughs> really? Pretty grisly. Terrible curry. Yeah. <laughs> What a way to go. I didn't think they had him in those days. Oh, dear. Sean Bean. I mean, it was, uh, you were watching it thinking, this is Sean Bean. This is career revitalised. He's the main star of this this new show. And then yeah. suddenly, gone. I like it, though. I like it when people who make TV shows aren't scared of killing off a main character. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a, bol- a ballsy move overall, I reckon. Yeah. So are we looking for most... Most memorable. Yeah, a, a, a death scene on TV that stopped you in your tracks. I'll chuck in another one. Go Alan, on. Alan Bradley, Rita Fairclough's nasty ex-husband or whatever. <laughs> Blackpool Tram. That oh. was another memorable one. Sounds epic. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. All shocked, every one of us shocked about this news that Jim Robinson is set to return to Neighbours 25 years after he died with a heart attack on the show. How does that even work? One of the most memorable TV deaths ever. So how is this working? Yeah. And what are your other memorable ones? I Loving these. I'd forgotten that, that until you hear about them again, you forget about the shock and awe at the time. Uh, Paul in Walsall says, Bush, for me, there's only one, the death of Optimus Prime in the original Transformers <laughs> movie. Uh, the eight-year-old me couldn't believe what I was seeing. Even now, I consider it a step too far, killing off central characters. Did Outrageous. you give that one a spoiler alert there? Uh, 
Uh, so, yes, yeah, you know, we used to have to, me and my brother used to have to sit through Wackaday <laughs> with Timmy Mallet <laughs> just for five minutes of Transformers. Uh, staying with neighbours, Daphne's got to be up there with Jim. One full on stop and cry moment in TV history. That one, poor old Des. Was it the crash? It was. Des spent, I think, an entire six months in that blue dressing gown. <laughs> Not getting over it. <laughs> Rich in Coventry says EastEnders and Barry off the cliffs. Barry off the cliffs? Yeah. That was a bad one. Uh, Dan says, 24, season five, first episode, Dave Palmer rocks up. And oh, I thought, my goodness. Everything's going to be all right as he's ace. Then yeah. two minutes later, he's assassinated. Yeah. Like, he says he dropped his dinner in shock. And Carol Ann, <laughs> this goes back very well to Jim Robinson coming back. How is Jim going to come back? Carol says, got to be Jack Duckworth and Corey when Vera's ghost did come back for him. Vera's ghost. So sad, it was beautiful. I haven't watched Corey for 20 years, but I tune in to watch. Watch this space. Let's see if Jim comes back as a ghost. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Every day this week, our wonderful sponsors are sending the Tesco Mobile's little helper down to Absolute Radio to help dish out some unforgettable presents to some very deserving listeners. And it's a great honour that I can say right now, hello to Tesco Mobile's little helper right this very minute. Here we go. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Great. How are you, Andy? Uh, I'm really, really good. It's the first time I've ever interviewed an elf on the show. Never before. Never before. Uh, so, have you come from Lapland? Yes. yes. That's right. That's where I'm from, Lapland. How long is the journey from Lapland? Uh, two hours. About two hours. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And is it cold there? Really cold. And did you see Richie, my co-host? I haven't seen him since about five minutes ago. I don't know who this Richie is you speak of. No, I have not seen him. OK, fair enough. And just to talk the audience through, before we speak to the person on the phone, can you talk the mm-hmm. audience through what you're wearing? A green elf outfit. Green elf, elf outfit, yeah. brilliant. OK, enough of that. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones and say hello to Katie. Hello, Katie. Hi. How are you doing? You OK? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Wimbledon, uh, currently in Surrey. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Have you ever spoken to an elf before? No, never. Here's your big chance. Here is Tesco Mobile's little helper. Hi, Katie. Hi, nice to speak to you. And you, how are you? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> now, a little birdie tells me... That you've got a boyfriend called Milo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you've been together for about five years? Yeah, quite a long time. And you've always wanted to go to New York? Yeah, we have. But we've never, we all, something always gets in the way. We never save up. Yeah, that damn student debt. Yeah. <laughs> well, not this year, Katie, because I, Tesco Mobile's little helper, have the power to send you to New York for the weekend, and we're going to put you up in accommodation! Oh, gosh, thank you so much. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> Good old Tesco Mobile. <laughs> Thank and Andy you. and Richie. I like Richie. <laughs> yeah. So do I. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to you Thank and Milo. You. <laughs>
Katie, congratulations. Look, uh, Santa's little helper, uh, sorry, Tesco Mobile's little helper, is that she just <laughs> run off. It's just run off now. How did that feel? Congratulations. You have a weekend in New York. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I can't wait to surprise Milo. He's actually not going to believe it at all. <laughs> oh, wow, that is going to be amazing. He said he's not going to be there. He's not going to believe it. <laughs> he's not going to believe it. <laughs> you. I'm going to sort your accommodation now and everything as well. It will be amazing. And look who's just walked back in. It's Mr. Richie Foot. Hey, Richie. I just heard that on the stairs. Yeah. Incredible. Did you miss him, the little guy that was just in here a minute he ago? He spirited himself away. There's Katie on the phone here. Just hey, next... Katie. That was amazing. Hi. Wow. <laughs> and you can tell all your friends, not only yeah. are you going to New York, but you've also had a chat, a lengthy chat with an elf on Absolute Radio. No, I can't believe it. We can't <laughs> believe it either. Lovely to speak to you. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Monday evening's Hometime on Absolute Radio. Tomorrow evening, special guest on the show, Joe Lysett. Top man, can't wait to chat to him. He's on from five. Meanwhile, uh, we welcome to the studio Dan from our office, Dan the producer. All right. All right. Good to have you back on again, Dan. Uh, a lot of people bought stuff during Black Friday sales. A lot of gadgets were bought and stuff like that. And producer Dan went and bought himself a little robot that hoovers his lounge. Yeah. Okay, so talk us through this. You, because I've seen these things, little robots. It's like a dinner plate, yeah, size, but thicker, obviously, yeah. and it just bowls about the gaff hoovering up. <laughs> That's the insides of it. Okay, I just we're just intrigued by it a little bit. Because... Well, we haven't got kids, and we haven't got a pet. Me and my wife. So you thought you'd get a Hoover. <laughs> well, imagine if you had a kid, a kid, but it ate dust. <laughs> imagine like, it that. It does useful stuff. Instead of causing a mess, yeah. it sort of goes around, goes under the sofa. So when you're at work, does your... What have we called this Hoover robot thing? Oh, we haven't got a name for it yet. We, we nicknamed it Littlest Robo. Littlest Robo. Um, but it's got a silly official name. I you can't saw pronounce. it on the Black Friday sales. A lot of people bought well, stuff. Well, yeah, our Hoover broke. And it was like, right, well, let's buy a fun Hoover because the Hoovers are well boring, aren't they? They are so quite boring. let's get a... Uh, like a robot Hoover, it was, and it was a good idea. So I got it, and it's amazing. Good idea, but let's cut to the chase here. It's, it's not going to do the job, is it? it really? Won't do it. Oh, hang on, is this what this is? Well, no, no, it's, it's, struggle it's, hard. it's, it's an one intervention. of these things where you sort of say, <laughs> right, okay, I'm going out to work. You vacuum the house, yeah. Yeah. and this thing will bump around your lounge. But you can guarantee that there will be bits that it will not get. Right. Well, a. I mean, it's got a remote control, so you can bowl around with the remote control. It's like a remote control cart, what, really stand slow. behind it like on Robot Wars? I did the rug, <laughs> up and down on the rug. It was amazing. Just up and then turn around and back down again. I can do a rug by holding my vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's a bit of back work, right? <laughs> or you can set it off. Yeah, I don't really like the idea of it doing its own thing while I'm out, but if... You know, you set it off, it can go and do its own thing. Joe, you know, for me... It's the future. It's, no, it's not no, the future. It's not. It is! It's another example of robots being a massive disappointment. Agreed. Think, you know, think back to the early Star Wars movies. I'm not, not talking about the prequels, because they don't exist. <laughs> but, you know, like, how we all thought robots would be and turn out to be, chatting to us and having personalities and stuff. All it is is blindly I bumping into your furniture. Oh, you see the video I made. I made a little montage of our great times together already. It's a really fun gadget. It's got really exciting. The first day we got it, my missus was like, I can't wait to get back home and, and get that hoover out and start using it. You are <laughs> close enough for me to offer out my hand and shake on a bet here within six months. In oh. fact, I'm going to draw that closer. Within six weeks, that will have knocked over an ornamental vase. Yes. That's something of value. There we go. Here we go, shaking on it. Well, let's see whether Dan's right on this. Maybe someone else has bought a little robot hoover. It can't just be him that owns one. <laughs> Let us know, 8, 12, 15. I don't know. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Thank you to producer Dan coming in there and just uh, talking about his new robot that him and his missus have bought. A little tiny robot on wheels uh, that automatically hoovers their lounge. A text from Andy, 8, 12, 15. Got to be fair about this, Bush and Richie. We have owned a robot for about six years. It's been absolutely fantastic. It keeps the house dust-free. Really? I've never lost an ornamental vase or anything of real value, although it does enjoy eating headphones and various other cables. Come to think of it, we don't actually own any valuable ornamental vases. Well, I think he, you're right with shaking hands with Dan there on that bet. that he, It's going to break something. Of course it will. It's going to break something. Of course it will. Maybe his shins if he's sat there watching telly. <laughs> who knows? Uh, Dave says, uh, Dave in Kidderminster says, I've got one of those robots. Brilliant bit of tech. Wouldn't be without it. Maybe we'll be proved wrong on this. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm <laughs> expecting so. to have that money back soon. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Producer Dan has bought one of these little robots with wheels that hoovers the house when you're out. He bought it on Black Friday, got carried away. Just trying to get ahead. We're just a bit fascinated by it, aren't we? Because yes. he's the first person I know that's got like a fully functioning robot working at home for him. We're fascinated. I think it's fair to say we're also a little bit cynical about it. Little bit cynical, that's all. Let's go to the phones and say hello, Daisy. Hello. Hey, good to have you on. Where are you calling in from, Daisy? Uh, Kensal Rise in London. Brilliant. What are you having for your tea? Um, meat pie and mashed potatoes. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a good winter's meal. You made that yourself? You made that yourself, Daisy? Oh, don't be silly. <laughs> Bought it in. That's the future, isn't yeah. it? You get home and like, like a robot's made you a meat pie. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's the, ne- the next film in the Star Wars <laughs> sequence. <laughs> uh, Daisy, tell us about your experience. Have you ever owned one of these robots? Yes, I have. I bought one a couple of years ago um, on Black Friday again, and it was absolutely useless. It, <laughs> it, <laughs> I don't know if it was my carpet or what, but it just wouldn't pick anything up. And the main reason I got it is because of my cat litter tray goes everywhere, and it would go near a bit of cat litter and change direction. <laughs> is that because like, a, a, a sensor would sense something quite big there and think, oh, I better not go over that then? Yeah, yeah. Don't you think that'd be part of its itinerary of things oh, it needs I, to do? I would have felt so. Unbelievable. Daisy, lovely to speak to you. Animals seem to be part of the problem of this. Phil says, have you seen the mess these hoovers uh, make if your dog poos in the house? Oh, no. On a theme, Roger in Norwich says, I bought a robot hoover, my dog pooed on the floor, <laughs> hoover speared it all over the place. Wow. I don't know about you, but I'm sat here hoping, I'm really hoping that Dan's got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I want to pat myself on the back as a bouncingly happy Arsenal fan today. Okay. I think I've been very restrained about how much I have not talked about Arsenal Spurs yesterday. Not only that, producer Dan is a diehard Spurs fan. He didn't even mention it. Maybe this is out of respect to the fact that I know that as an Everton fan, you didn't have such a good day. So I thought, let's just move away from football today. <sighs> However, okay, someone yep, that sorry. had a worse day than you yesterday is my old man. Also an Arsenal fan. Couldn't make the game yesterday because he had some friends coming over to visit. So he actually decided he was going to go the old likely lads route and record the game oh, off Sky. Take the game, ultimate high risk. So then messages me and my brothers on WhatsApp says, look, boys, I'm taping the game. I'm going to watch it later this evening. Please don't talk about it on the group, yep. which we we respectfully didn't. And then later on that evening, I get a call from my dad. I'm thinking, here he is. He's caught up with the 4-2 masterpiece. Calling in to celebrate with you. I can chat with him about it. And unfortunately, he messed up the recording and recorded Chelsea versus Fulham instead. Oh, no. <laughs> 
As an Arsenal fan, that's like the worst thing ever. I know! And not only that, he's missed out on what I imagine was quite a historic win for you guys. It was a historic win. Big win, line in the sand. So where, where, where does he go now? What's he going to do? How's he going to... Well, safe to say he didn't watch Chelsea Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This was the theme tune to a children's TV programme when I was a kid. Do you remember it? Go on. I can't remember what it's called. They were all living in a foster home together. But it's been... I, I've got a really small brain and a small memory, and it's just been taped over. It's I been reckon... taped over with the bit about Neighbours and Jim Robinson. <laughs> we'll have the answer within ten minutes, I Hopefully reckon. so, hopefully so. <laughs> on tomorrow's show, just throwing ahead here on Home Time on Absolute Radio on a Monday night, uh, Joe Lyser, our special guest on this show tomorrow from five. Switzerland, a very beautiful and a very efficient country. Yes. Put those two things together and you have today's Hitler's Toilet. Okay. If you go on holiday to Switzerland right now, but particularly if you stay in an, uh, an Ibis, an Ibis, not exactly certain on the pronunciation ever of that chain of I hotels. I think it's Ibis. I've stayed in them. They're very good. They're very, very good. In Switzerland, they're offering a little supplement, which I think is ingenious, for a fee of around about 70 quid on top of your, your hotel stay. Okay. You get the chance for a local Swiss influencer yeah. to take over your Instagram account. So you would then be able to actually enjoy your holiday. Put your phone to one side, oh, yeah. not constantly have it up in front of you as you're going around, yeah. and someone else is posting beautiful, beautiful pictures that they know of on your account. Oh, I see. So right, they don't follow you around taking snaps. They, no. They go off and do the stuff that's local and brilliant that you, would, you wouldn't know because you're not from there. Exactly. So you would wow. meet said person at the beginning of your holiday and say, yeah. right, I'm into this, I like a bit of that, and they'd be like, okay, I think we know what you might like. And, wow, I felt uh, like I was in Switzerland just for a second there. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Another one of my uh, uh, chilling the accurate impressions. It sounded just like the chef from the Muppets with the floppy hat <laughs> and the big eyebrows. And then off they go, and yeah. they take your pictures. And you haven't had to do the work. You can actually have a holiday rather than be stuck with a phone in front of you. Do you know what? I love this idea because, like, with my partner Katie, she works in PR, and all the time I take photos of stuff in the house that I'm going to put on Twitter. I think, oh, this is a good idea. I put it on Instagram. And she's like, no, because you, they'll pick up on on the fact that the curtains are fallen off or our audience pick up on stuff in the background. You never showed her the one with your small TV, though, did you? No, it's not a small TV. It's a normal-sized <laughs> telly. Oh, it's a normal-sized telly, folks. <laughs> it looks very small. I get inordinate amount of stick on that. <laughs> it's, I think it's a 40-inch TV. What size are you claiming it is? I think it's 40. I don't think inch. it is. <laughs> I think it's sub-30, my friend. How did this start on the Swiss <laughs> and end on me? That's all I want to know. How did it do it? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. That's us pretty much done. Time has flown by. Our house was the theme tune to Dodger, Bonzo and the rest. Yes! Children's ITV, 1985 to 1986. I'm going to have to go home and Google it because I think one of those kids, a little bit like Press Pack or Gang or whatever it's called, they go on to bigger, better things. Well, that was Dexter Fletcher, wasn't it? What was the name of it? Press Gang. Press Gang. Oh, it's a great show. Can't remember anything tonight. <laughs> Can't remember the name of anything. Just turn into my mum and dad, listening to my mum and dad watching telly. You've done well. What was his name? You know, the one-off. <laughs> Absolute Radio.
If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So there you go, another show in the bag, a show that started in terms of this podcast with Richie just winding up carpenters around the United Kingdom. By yeah, I think uh, during the uh, duration of that podcast, whilst you've been listening, I think it's uh, six death threats I've just been doing <laughs> from carpenters, yeah. Come on, we can get to ten. <laughs> Home time at absolutelyradio.co.uk. Play it, Bill! Come on, Bill! It's the podcast has officially come to an end. 